PCA Conversations with Black Voices. Welcome to Between the Pew. Between the Pew is brought to you by African American Ministries. AAM exists to provide ways to support African Americans within the Presbyterian Church in America. What's good Between the Pew fam and welcome to a special bonus episode of Between the Pew. I am Janelle Chavis and I'm sitting alongside Kelly Brown today. What's good sis? Yeah, hey folks, what's good sis? I'm good. Mm -hmm. How you doing over there? Well, life is very interesting for (laughs) for the Browns right now. Mm -hmm. So I hear. Uh, Yep, yep. We just moved from... Charlotte, North Carolina to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Yeah, we are in the ATL now. Mm -hmm, That was mm -hmm. just three days ago, but it feels like on one hand, it feels like it was yesterday. And on the other hand, it feels like it was two months ago. Wow. It's so many things you've done, obviously. And so much going on. So much going on. I, um, for the Between the Pew family, y'all can't see us, but I, I showed Janelle. Um, I usually keep this blur my background situation on, um, <laughs> but I, I I turned it off briefly so Janelle could see all the boxes mm-hmm. in my room. <laughs> mm-hmm. And are right there boxes? Now, there are so many boxes, Jesus. Yeah, help you us. know, it's good because we were just, Kelly was talking about how she was hoping she would, you know, could find a great place to record because ideally, listeners, you need like a smaller space to where sounds aren't bouncing off of stuff. But all the boxes that are in her background that I'm looking at right now, I think we good. <laughs> no problem. <I> no <laughs> problem. No, that's why it sounds so good. She's crowded the room so much that she has made a large room a small one. So <laughs> with all oh them God. boxes, but you know, mm, it's only going to be for it's only going to be there for a, a season of time. Y'all going to mm. unpack them and y'all going to start living. So that's what they say. Yep. Yep. So why is it just Kelly and myself on the mic today? Well. In a few short weeks, listeners, African American Ministries is hosting its annual conference by the name of LDR, Leadership Resource, Mm -hmm. LDR. If you have never been to LDR, like myself, listeners, y'all know that I have never been to an LDR Ain't that crazy? Isn't that crazy (laughs) that Janelle Chavis... I, I, I I'm social media queen. I tell you, I tell people about LDR. My husband's been LDR. I have literally never, never been. been to LDR. But guys, it actually works out perfect because um, if you've never been to LDR, you may not know what it is or what it's for or mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. they do there. So I'm here to ask Kelly some questions, and Kelly is here to answer those questions. She is our LDR guru for the evening, oh my. and yeah, she has all the answers. Isn't that right, Kelly? Oh, Lord. We don't see anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, you know, Kelly, guys, y'all know that Kelly, for AAM, she's the operations director, mm-hmm. but she also serves as the LDR guru 
coordinator. Is that the correct title? Uh-huh. LDR coordinator. Okay. I wanted to do other people, do other ethnicities say director like that. Only black know. folks say director. Director. Don't they? Oh, Sunday morning. I don't even know. I guess they I They doing the announcements and they talking about sister so-and-so is the director <laughs> every single time. What do other people do that? Is that just a black thing? But anyhow. <laughs> I don't even know, but I'm going to listen for it next time. I'll, I'll follow back. We'll circle back with that. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so uh, Kelly and I were laughing about this right before recording i seriously don't believe we're gonna take up too much of y'all's time tonight Mm. we're gonna we gonna gonna, (laughs) i'm gonna ask my questions kelly gonna answer them and we're gonna get up out your way so Mm -hmm. so this is gonna be a short one and she just a short one she just set me up for failure in front of all of y'all i hope (laughs) y'all heard that I started my timer. I said, Kelly, we're going we gonna to keep this at 20 minutes, 20 mm-hmm, minutes. Mm-hmm. And we we four minutes in, I think. So have come on, let's go. Let's All right, here we in. go. You ready for my questions, Miss Go, Brown? girl. Shoot. All right. Shoot. First up. So, Kelly, what exactly is LDR and mm-hmm. why, why was it created? So you said it right. LDR stands for Leadership Development Resources. And I really, I have detailed notes on the beginnings of LDR, but guess what, y'all? They packed in a box somewhere <laughs> and I've looked and looked and I can't find that particular box. So I'm going to wing it. Um, That's all right. That's all right. But uh, so it started with a small group of about 12 seminary students in 2012, I believe, who were looking to connect with one another. Uh, they're all, at the time they were formed, I think um, I think everybody, most everybody was in the PCA. And so there was just this desire to be together, um, to be somewhere where they didn't have to explain themselves. Mm. Um, they did not have to restrain themselves in their worship, in their expression of preaching, in their expression of um, of movement of the spirit uh, where they could be their black selves without having anybody, um, you know, kind of watching or, or, or curious about it and mm-hmm. to just connect with other black people like them. You know, you talked about a group of young people in their twenties um, who were all headed towards ministry and just needed other people like them that looked like them that had their experience because, you know, they were not second generation PCAers or Presbyterians. Mm-hmm. They were first generation. And so, you know, when you're in that position, you just got a lot to talk about and a lot of stuff to wrestle with and a lot of stuff to just say, hey, I, I feel like this sometimes. Do you ever feel like that? And y'all know how when you just are kindred with somebody and they say things and they go, yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're mm-hmm. saying. I felt that too. And your soul just feels um opened up and comforted by hearing other people who can relate to what you're struggling with or who can say, you know what, I had that issue. Here's what I did. And then you go, yeah, that's great. I'm going to try that. And you're just getting ideas and support and encouragement. And that's why they started LDR. And it was Mm -hmm. just a small group of folks. I believe if memory serves, it was largely centered around music and preaching Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, a lot of those guys at that time and and some ladies were um covenant seminary folks. Yeah. And so, you know, that training while while good, I'm 
trying to be careful not to shade anybody because I really am not trying to shade. But, you know, that's not our tradition. Um, mm-hmm. If you're at Covenant Seminary or RTS and you're Black or or Korean or Latino, uh, that that teaching style is not our tradition. Right. Um, and valuable though it is, it just is new. So if you come from that tradition, you're just looking to hear some good old... <laughs> Black church preaching mm-hmm. um, and uh, push through maybe some new things you you learned in your reform classes and um, your homiletics classes and whatnot. But um, they longed for that. And so it was very much about preaching and music. Um, again, if you come from this tradition, the music is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just wanted to clap their hands and raise their hands and sing gospel music, straight up black gospel church music, and um, and just enjoy themselves. And and LDR was supposed to be like a kind of a one-time thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It was okay, y'all, we're gonna get together, we're gonna have a good time, and okay, woo, we did that cool. Um that was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, young people having that type of energy. And these folks are now in their probably late thirties. Um, they were like, yo, let's do this again next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you hear why plumber talk about it, you know, he'll tell you how he was like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, y'all want to do it again? I didn't think we were going to do it again. And, uh-huh. you know, as movements go, which is really what LDR is in my opinion, um, it just it snowballed and it, it became so valuable, so life-giving um, mm-hmm. that that group of young people created a format and a formula to continue to do it. And so 2022, we're still doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So talk a little bit about how it has grown. So it started mm-hmm. off small, like less than, you know, a people. dozen. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. So less than two it- dozen people. Talk about kind of how it's grown throughout the years and mm-hmm. what it looks like now. I know COVID kind of set us back a little bit, yeah. but talk about the most recent LDR and what it looks like, what it feels like, what what right. someone expected and what they experienced. Try to that give time. them a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the first one, I believe, and this is, gosh, I wish I, I knew for sure. I believe it was in Jacksonville, not Jacksonville. I always do that. Jackson. Oh, yes. Uh Yep, yep, yep. Um, I think it was in Jackson, Mississippi at RTS, and it was a combination of Covenant and RTS students. Um, And uh, the next several were in St. Louis. So it moved from Jackson, Mississippi to St. Louis, and um, they they were at St. Louis for a good long while. Mm -hmm. And then... The last LDR we had um, was at uh, Covenant College, not the seminary, Covenant College in um, Chattanooga or or Lookout Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee slash Georgia. Um, and that was 2019. And that was great. It was our, our first time really going somewhere else to do it uh, on that scale and Covenant College was very welcoming to us and Mm -hmm. um, treated us well. LDR has grown from 12 people to as many as 600. Wow. (laughs) Now, I got to say, 600 is really not the goal, right? Okay. 
<laughs> um, honestly, it, the people that go to LDR call it reunion. Mm-hmm. They call it uh, it's somewhere between a family reunion and a family cookout. Like we we call it a conference for other people to to kind of gain an understanding of it. But it really does feel like you know if you in an old school church. Uh, they called it convocation or homecoming or something like that, where you mm-hmm. you do church all day and you cook out and you eat and you hang out and you fellowship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's really what it feels like more than, you know, um, a panel of people sitting and talking and folks in the audience just sitting and listening the whole time. It's about preaching and it's about music and it's mm. about fellowship. That's mm. really what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that year we had 600. That was actually uh, due to a little technical error. Uh-oh. Um, what <laughs> where, happened? Where, well, uh, some type <laughs> of way the registration for the event was supposed to close at a particular date. And it didn't. And mm. people continue to register yeah, and register and register and register. And so it ballooned to 600. And um, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, and that was right after Charlottesville and Virginia, where folks were just really hurting, mm. um, you know, that whole you will not replace us racist, deadly attack on yeah. folks. And so um people were really looking for a chance to connect and to lament together mm-hmm. and to have a place of expression for that. So our numbers were really big that year, okay. um, but we try to keep it a little bit smaller, honestly. Yeah. What's the, I was going to ask that what's kind of like the sweet spot. What's the number that you, yeah, that you like I to think see? the sweet pot sweet spot is somewhere between two fifty and three fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, because the goal again is to fellowship. You know, if you've got 600 people there, that's, that's kind of hard. Um, mm-hmm. it's hard to find a space that makes sense for fellowship. Um, but it also just means that, that, you know, you can, you cross over a certain number of folks, just like a church that's over a certain number of people and you feel like you're just a person in the crowd. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, a family member or a valued member of the community. So we try to um, we try to keep it a little bit smaller. It also helps us because we don't have a lot of budget. Um, <laughs> and so the more people you have, the more budget you need. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, we 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 wish family style. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> the uh-huh. smaller, we don't want to keep it too small. But, you know, there there is a sweet spot. Um, Okay, okay. 600 is not that sweet. Not spot. that spot. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So you, you talked about how it was kind of structured, which is the preaching and teaching and then mm-hmm. music and fellowship. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you can share with us about the structure of the 2022 yeah. LDR? Yeah. So we have been planning this particular LDR for three, two and a half, three years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So of course, you know, the planning team and and I'll give some context for me before I took on my role with AAM um, as the uh, operations director, um, I was on the planning team for LDR Mm -hmm. for, um, and I'm, I'm, don't get me to line. I think it was 2018 and 19. I was on the planning team. Um, and so, you know, every year while you're planning for the current LDR, you're also sort of pacing yourself out for the, the one to come afterwards. Right. 
And so we were always sort of looking as we planned 2019, we were thinking about 2020 also. Little did we know God had a whole pandemic mm-hmm. uh, planned for the nation and the country. Um, but we have been trying to plan this particular LDR for a long time. And historically, LDR on Friday night is, you know, people are kind of rolling in um, and people start showing up anywhere from that morning until late in the day because mm-hmm. a lot of folks are working and they're traveling to get there with their kids and their families and whatnot. But we start on Friday night with um, a, a, a sermon and music and uh, just think black church, very mm-hmm. black church. <laughs> um, and so uh, I think dinner's usually on your own on Friday night. And then on Saturday morning or Saturday, yeah, Saturday morning, we start again with more music, more prayer um, and another sermon. And then we go into these breakout sessions. Now, historically, we've had anywhere from eight to 12 breakout sessions. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have had certain measures of success. I think, you know, um, it's okay to kind of remember what you've done, but also stretch out and try something new. Um, And so some of the feedback we got every year that I was involved and actually some of the feedback I gave before I was on the planning team was it would be great to have more time in a larger group where we can connect and engage the speakers and Mm. also each other. Like LDR is very much about the preaching and the music, but one thing people really want to do is also connect cross country because, you know, we have a lot of folks that long for LDR because they are the only black person in their church. Mm -hmm or one of a handful. And so the only time of year that they really get to be around other black Presbyterians is LDR. And sometimes, you know, you can, you can program things to death and, and, and by the time it's over, you got a whole lot of information. You got a whole lot of preaching and singing, but -hmm. you really were just trying to find somebody else to connect to and have a conversation with. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided this year to give, uh, uh, to try something new and, and we're going to have only a few breakout sessions instead of eight or 10 or 12 we're just going to have a handful of breakout sessions so that one, the speakers in the audience can have more time to engage and ask questions and do more discovery with each other. Um, and also you have more time to talk to the person, you know, turn around and tell your neighbor, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. glad you're here. Um which is, you know, I'm not saying we're going to do that, but a little bit more time to have more group conversations, to develop more um, connections and 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 get your Instagram and your social media and your phone mm-hmm. number and text and, yep, yep. you know, find those moments where you, you say, oh, you know, I, you're from so-and-so, so am I, mm-hmm. where'd you live? You know, how we do, how we just have time to find things out about each other. Um, and so that's one change is fewer breakout sessions. Okay. And then the second change is um, Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday night, we usually have our third speaker, uh, a third preacher. And we do, sometimes we've done like a full on worship service. Other times we've done like a prayer service. I think 2019, Mm -hmm. we did a a prayer service. Um, Again, um, 
all valuable stuff. Wouldn't change anything that's already happened, but wanting to try something new. Okay. Um, and really give a chance for our young people to have a chance to um connect and to just kind of take a big woosa. Everybody just have a little fun. We're gonna have a party. Mm. We're gonna have a party. I'm here for it. We're gonna bring a DJ. What? We're gonna have dinner and we're gonna introduce and talk about um all the new church plants that are happening. Okay. We've been so excited to do this part of it for the past two years. So when we first started, uh, the the first the newest church plant out there was um, uh, Micah and Christina Edmondson in Nashville with Koinonia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had some other church plants that we just wanted to highlight and let everybody know, hey, here are our black TEs and their families. And here's what's going on. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're planting at that time, you know, multi-ethnic churches and let's support them. Let's pray for them. Let's let's come together as a community lay hands on them, see them stretch our hands out towards them and their families and pray for them and, and support them. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, But, but since then it's been a whole lot of newer church plans Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even more exciting than that is that we have black church plants now. So at, at two years ago, everything was what? focused on. Mul- yeah, girl. <laughs> Ain't that something we were? Everything was multi-ethnic. Um, and as a result, we've talked about this many times. If you're listening to Between the Pew at all in the past two seasons, you know, everything from the pandemic to uh, the summer of racial violence and injustice to uh, then January 6th with the the terrorist attack on the on the on the Capitol. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. speaking as Kelly Brown. I'm not speaking as AAM. Uh, in mm-hmm. my mind, that those were not patriots. But anyhow, we're moving gotcha. on. Yep, um, yep. That everything about that and the way the church responded or didn't respond mm-hmm. caused a lot of hurt, caused a lot of damage, caused a lot of pain. Yeah, for people of color. And uh, people who were trying to understand the plight of people of color. Mm-hmm. And so um, we really wanted um, to have more churches that were safer spaces for Black leaders to just bring Black folks in and not have the multi-ethnic dynamic, which is, 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 uh, it's it's a dynamic dynamic like <laughs> okay so since then you know a lot of black guys in seminary have said hey we want to plant black churches mm-hmm. um we really don't want to do the multi-ethnic thing anymore um god bless those who are doing it uh but we really think that we'd like to focus on black folks um so now in 2022 when we focus on the new church plants, some of those will actually be black church plants for the PCA, mm-hmm. which has been years yes. and years coming. So we want to highlight that. We want to pray over those folks, all the church planners. We want to talk about where they are and how, um, if you can't come, uh, how you can support it. There um, we go. So we're looking forward to that. And then we're going to dance. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the Cupid Shuffle. And we're going to do yes. the electric slide. Bunny hop, maybe. Bunny and hop. the bunny. Oh, look. Hey, bunny <laughs> hop, bunny hop. Yes. We're going to do the bunny hop. We're going to do all the things 
um, and it's going to feel just like the family reunion. Um, <laughs> and yes. we're going to allow people a chance to, to not have so much programming that if you wanted to sit at a table and talk to somebody you've been trying to talk to mm-hmm. all week, all year, all past few this years, your chance. you got a chance to do that yeah, um, while the music's good. going and while everybody's kind of hanging back. That's what we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, Sunday is a traditional day. It's an un... Um, it's a little, it's not a, a formatted day. What we usually do is have all the black TEs, um, are invited to different pulpits in whatever city we were in to preach on that Sunday. And okay. we put that list out and, um, everybody who was at LDR who can stick around, uh, usually go pick a church to go to, to go hear their favorite black TE or, nice. or black TE. They've been waiting to hear preach at so-and-so church and show up and put some color in a lot of those yes, yes. <laughs> a lot of those congregations and, uh-huh. and um we're always very warmly welcomed into those pulpits and okay. um and then that's it we usually go home and folks have monday to mm-hmm. be off from work and recuperate and um get get ready for the work week so that's that's how it works that's good yeah mm-hmm. thanks for walking us through that um, <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> you make me so laugh. Off, this is so off base. So earlier, when you said, "Okay, so we were talking about how is it a cultural thing when people say director, you mm-hmm. know?" And then, and then later, you talked about how the multi-ethnic church thing is is a dynamic dynamic. And then I started thinking about the fact that is it a is it a cultural thing when people say that when Black people say the same word twice. Like, I'm hungry, <laughs> but I'm not like hungry. Hungry, hungry. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, like, I'm poor, but I'm not like I'm poor, 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 you know? Right, 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 right. Oh, for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> the same word, but it's like two different meanings. I, I think love that's it. our Is that a cultural thing? We do. I do. I think that's what we do. <laughs> Man, I don't know why that came to mind. That's why I was like, we we're trying to be like that King James version when when it said verily, verily. I verily, said, verily, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's where we got it from. That's where we got it from. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense now. Okay, so Kelly, <laughs> one of the things that people come to LDR for is just to hear some good preaching and teaching. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us anything about who we are mm-hmm. going to be hearing from? Yeah, this LDR. Let me give you the rundown. Um, so we have, uh, that Reverend Dr. Erwin Entz mm. will be speaking. He'll be one of the preachers, um, our newly, uh, ratified and, and sanctioned mm. MA coordinator. Mm. Amen. Can I get a moment? Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we'll hear from him. We'll also hear from Reverend Charles McKnight, nice, who is our new head of African American Ministries. We have a brother. We have been. Th- this guy has stayed on the docket. The um, the speakers will change. I'll talk about the theme in a minute. But we we've changed the theme from what we originally thought it was going to be back in, in 2019. When we were planning for it, but this brother we have kept on the docket because we're so excited to hear from him. This is Dr. Eric Washington. Mm. He is uh, a history professor and the director of African and African Diaspora Studies at Calvin University in Grand Rapids. 
This man yes. is a historian on Black Presbyterianism. Mm. And so, you know, one of the things that I think helps us in our journey, and this kind of directly related to the theme also, is to know as hard as it's been, as challenging as being Black in the PCA is, even Black in in the evangelical world as it currently stands, we need to know our history. We need to know what our ancestors, our, our pillars of the faith, our, our, our mothers and fathers in the faith, in Presbyterianism, who were they? Mm-hmm. And what was a little bit of their story in a time that is offensive as things are now for us, doesn't hold a candle to what was going on in the early 1800s. Mm. Um, we don't, we don't really know their names like that. Um, we, we've just recently, at least in my circles, have begun to talk about Francis Grimke and the Grimke sisters who mm-hmm. were Black Presbyterians who did all kinds of um, amazing things for their communities. Um, but we don't know the other people. A lot of folks know Ida B. Wells, but they don't know that she was Presbyterian. Right, yeah. Um, and what we've we failed to connect a lot of times is that our Presbyterian ancestors and mothers and fathers in the faith were also activists, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They were pioneers yep. for the rights of poor and black and disadvantaged people. Yes. And we've lost that. Um, we can do a whole podcast on why we've lost it. This this is why we need to know our history. God has done amazing things through mothers and fathers in the faith mm-hmm. who are black folks who brought the gospel and um, used the gospel for the benefit of people who were marginalized. And mm. if that is not the seat of the gospel, mm-hmm. then I, you know, I, I, I'm not sure what is. Um, so yeah, I got a little soapboxy there. My yeah, bad. But, um, that's good. No, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to hear from him. That's some yeah, good stuff. I know he'll excited. have a good word. Yeah, he will. And it's like a storytelling format. And so I think it'll be entertaining as well as educational and just mm-hmm. really give us a chance to say, hey, my ancestors did this. I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. I got a legacy of faith here. They persevered. They were resilient. They faced things with no laws of protection from mankind. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I need that type of energy uh, to help me keep going. And then finally, we're going to hear from um, Reverend Dr. Barbara Peacock. Now, okay. Dr. Peacock is not a Presbyterian, because um, you heard me say Reverend and Doctor, so y'all know <laughs> she ain't Presbyterian. But uh, anyhow, so um, anyway, she's a, she is <sighs> a very dear friend of Howard and, and myself. She has been our spiritual director. Mm-hmm. She designed our sabbatical. My church worked with her um, to design our sabbatical that we took last year in such a way that we would have spiritual rest and refreshment. Mm -hmm. Um, Dr. Peacock has a book out, maybe you've heard, Soul Care in the African-American Practice. Mm. Um, And her book has just blown up. Um, And again, she talks about pillars of the faith whose soul care practice in scripture, not self-care. She draws a real distinction between self-care and soul care. 
um, and how they practice that to face the hardships and the injustices of the world around them. Hmm. So she's going to share with us some of that history and also give us some practical ways of um, caring for our souls, quieting our spirits, listening to God, focusing on things in beauty and nature mm-hmm. to hear from God. So I'm excited about her being there also. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I feel like I've heard so much about her, just, just mm-hmm. really just through you guys, mainly you and Howard. And so to be able to hear her live and in the flesh, I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. absolutely. I am too. We don't want to we don't want to divulge all the all the stuff, like all the good the goodies, but <laughs> what can you share about breakouts if if anything? So so yeah, you're going to you're going to hear more from Dr. Washington and okay. uh, Reverend Dr. Peacock. Um this year's theme, we started off in 2019 and it was almost the theme of 2019, LDR 2019. Um #blackexcellence. Mhm. Um and and if we had had LDR in 2020, it would have it would have been right on on spot, even in 2021. But y'all, as those the past two and a half, three years have shown us, um there's something I think more underlying to black excellence than just the ability to be excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, what what God put on my spirit has been. Um, black excellence has been birthed out of black perseverance mm. um, that we as a people have been resilient yeah um in the face of so many hardships and we knew what the racial injustices were in 2019 and then 2020 hit and you got folks jogging getting gunned down by folks in the neighborhood just because it's a black man. You got people sleep in their house getting um, shot by police with no, no answer to Mm. it. Um, And you've got police officers suffocating a man in broad daylight um, for absolutely no reason. Mm. Um, And all of a sudden excellence just became a question mark. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what we need. I think we need to be reminded of perseverance. We need to be reminded of how God has kept his people and promised to keep his people. Amen. So, you know, Galatians 6, 9, and 10 have been kind of the the verses that, that God's put on my heart around LDR. And Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Mm. My God, verse 10 says, therefore, as we have opportunity, right, let us do good to all people, Mm -hmm. especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And, And it's just this sense of there is a proper time that weariness is a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And that God is pushing us to continue to strive for what is righteous, what is beautiful, what is holy, mm-hmm. what is good, um, and to not give up. Uh, and I think that a lot of us have felt like we just wanted to give up. A lot of us have walked away from the church. Oh, yes. Walked away from the Lord. Although we believe he's a covenant God, you can't actually do that. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but a lot of us have just been despondent and in despair, and not just with the racial stuff, but with the black church too. Like oh, a yeah. lot of issues with, you know, kind of being churchy and not really dealing with the issues of the world. And so those verses really have spoken to how do we guard against not giving up? That's good. Um, that's good. So I think our history tells us with Dr. Washington and then um, soul care that really brings us to focus on what it looks like to love God mm-hmm. and um, how that is the the worldview or the 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 grid by which we love ourselves. Yeah. Um, and that soul care practice is how we how we get stronger and how we don't give up. That's good. Mm-hmm. I feel that, that, you know, just on surface, it just seems like those two pieces connect so well together. Looking at the history, mm-hmm. if if anyone had a reason or a right or was justified in giving up, and I'm look, look at it, look at our, <laughs> our, our, our fathers and mothers of the past. That's right. If they That's didn't right. do it, if they, if they kept come on, the faith, come on. There <laughs> it is. look at us now. Yeah. Surely God will keep us. Surely. Us. Mm-hmm. surely. Yeah. And then just that's the self-care thing, you know, what, how can we, and I think that's something that maybe in the black community, we tend to overlook a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have this idea of, or this, uh, and it, that's also ingrained in just the, our, this, the shameful past yep. um, of got to work, got to work, got to do this, yep. got to succeed, can't rest, right. don't, don't want to be that's seen right. as lazy, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. really take, got to work twice as hard, got to work mm-hmm. twice as hard. Exactly. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think those two pieces fit nicely. I think the switch and theme is timely and appropriate. Mm-hmm. So what is, is there a, what is the theme? Black perseverance. Black perseverance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just wanted yeah. you to say it. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I tried to come up with something a little more uh, blingy, but. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, I think that says it. Um, yeah. And in mm-hmm. the era of COVID um, and just the heaviness and sorrow of loss and death and sickness around us. And, you know, we're not as afraid as we were um, a year or two ago, but we also don't know what's coming. Nobody had heard of monkeypox last year. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it looks like we just might need to, to gird ourselves up. We might need to put on the full armor of God Mm -hmm. and walk in the faith that he's given us and called us to, and remember the faith of the past. Um, you know, stony the road we tried, like we need to remember mm. because the way may not get any easier. Yes, that part. We just don't know. And we're not supposed to know. We're just supposed to walk in faith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we need sometimes to get that faith built up again. And so, you know, mm. health care, mental health care, spiritual care, um, and and care of our community mm-hmm. is how we persevered. The songs say how I got over. That's mm-hmm. that's 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 what it was. And the black church. And I'd love to see us get back to that. And yeah. so that's kind of where we're coming from for LDR 2022. Mm-hmm. This is good. It's a lot to be excited about, Kelly. So mm-hmm. in case it um, isn't obvious, who should come to LDR? Ah, so <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to mention that. Um, this is terrible. I always forget him because I'm married to him. My husband, <laughs> Howard Brown, Reverend Howard Brown, 
it's Reverend gonna MC. I know. Uh he go, he'll be the MC for, okay. for LBR. Yeah, he'll be the one kind of <laughs> helping uh move things along and connecting okay. all the dots and cracking all the jokes like he likes to do. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, so he'll be there too. And you know he's a preacher, so he preachers get their preach on, they slide it in there sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, he'll find you. Yeah, he'll, he'll find, find a, a and cranny. He gonna find sure. a this is right up his sure. alley, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think he's excited. So too. He is. He is. So yeah, LDR, we get this question a lot. And 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 there is a real sense of wanting to be careful not to offend or hurt people. Um we 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 need to be together though. And so LDR's primary focus. Um, for the attendee is Black people. Mm-hmm. Um, probably first first wave is Black Presbyterian, Black PCA folks. Second wave would be probably any Black Presbyterian. Um, third wave would probably be any Black Reformed person, regardless of your denomination. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fourth wave would be anybody Black who just is maybe looking for a way um, back into the church or just, you know, curious about the church, mm-hmm. um, the church, the big C church, not the little C church. Um, but we really need places where we can be ourselves and not be under scrutiny or entertainment or curiosity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there are some people out there who really understand this. And when I say some people, I mean, white folks. Mm-hmm. Who really understand this, who guard this for us, who explain this to other white people who go, well, how come they get to do that? And they really get it. And they're able to kind of be an ambassador for LDR and say, well, actually, here's why. Instead of making me or Charles or you explain it. Um, and so we really are trying to keep that type of vibe. Am I saying white people can't come? I am not saying that. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that at all. Registration is 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 open. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We will not tell you you can't come, but we do ask that you um, think about it in a way that puts your brother and sister above and before yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's like having. Um, you know, a lot of times baby showers tend to be women who are related to or, or in, in friendship with the mother, the future mm-hmm. mother. Um, and it has to say on the invitation that the fellas are invited. Otherwise, it's just assumed that it's for the mom. And we don't go, well, that's not fair. How come the fellas can't come? Mm-hmm. We Instead, we say, oh, that's great. Y'all have a great time. That's wonderful for the mom. Yes. And we're hoping that that's more the attitude that we get from folks is that's great. I hope y'all have a great time. How mm-hmm. can we support this? How can we make sure that this is um, something that you guys are can or have an opportunity to keep doing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's a black church experience. If you're, if that's not your tradition, um, you may find yourself uh, a little curious or, or uncomfortable or, um, you know, whatever. And, and instead of having us feel that, or you feel that, 
mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe, maybe you should, you should take a pass this time. Um, but we, you know, we, we've had our Korean brothers and sisters come in years past, our Latin brothers and sisters, Latino brothers and sisters, because they also come from more of this tradition too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, again, if you, if you sign up and come, God bless you, please come. We're excited about you being there, but understand that the majority of people who were trying to reach and do this for are, are our black brothers and sisters, um, mm-hmm. you know, in, in mm-hmm. this particular tradition. So yeah, that's good. I hope y'all understand that. Yeah. Well said Kelly. So, and, and this, this is a question that has just popped into my mind. Let me see if I can phrase it the way I want it to be phrased, but you talk about the this is this is like the the black church experience mm-hmm. and i have recently had conversations with black brothers and sisters who didn't i think the assumption is is that black people who are in the pca grew up in a black church experience mm-hmm. and while that might be a fair assumption it's it, it it's not a catch all so right. every okay. black person that you see in the pc in a pca church may not have necessarily grew up in a black church so mm-hmm. would would a black person who did mm-hmm. not grow up in a black ch- the black church experience um be comfortable feel like this is a space for them as well it will feel like it's a space for you because um you will see people like you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you know, if you're not familiar with the black church, then probably it would it would be a new experience. But I don't think it would be anything that is hard to engage with. Um, so mm-hmm. if you're not from that tradition, tradition, I, I think it'll, you know, <laughs> if you're not used to loud amens, multiple amens, <laughs> you know, if you're not used to somebody standing up and pointing at the preacher and saying, preach, preacher. Uh, um, <laughs> You know, if you're not used to Carl Ellis saying, my, my, my. Uh-huh. <laughs> or come on, Doc. Come on, Doc. Right. Yeah. If you're That's not used to that, exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a doc. They make you feel right. like you yeah. call Bishop and you're like, wait, I thought this was Presbyterian. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, you might have to ask some questions, but I still think it would be, um, it would be a great opportunity for you to come and see a Fisher Jam, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. certainly connecting with people like you, um, even if that's not your tradition, is is valuable. Um, and if you love good music and good preaching, mm-hmm. um, you're 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 gonna have a good time. Yes, love it. Thank you for running us doing the rundown for us. So let's let's talk a little bit about logistics. And I and yeah. I don't even know if we said this in this recording so far, but when exactly is, Oh LDR? yeah. Nope, Where is sure it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when is LDR? Um, where is LDR mm-hmm. and how can one register for LDR? Okay. So LDR is Labor Day weekend. We were trying to fool around with some other dates and then COVID shut us down. So we just went back to what what we've mm-hmm. always done. Um, so September two through four, okay, um, twenty twenty four. A few weeks from now, it's in Atlanta this year, um, which is super exciting for a lot of reasons. It makes it a lot easier for me now that I live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and Atlanta is a great destination city. It's easy to get to. We've heard from for years that people 
kind of was like, hey, can we get it on the eastern seaboard a little bit? Because the Midwest is a little harder to get to St. Louis. And that's my home city. So it's a great city, too. Um, mm-hmm. But but Atlanta is a little more accessible. Of course, you got the 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 gigantic airport. Um, and so we're excited to have it. Atlanta rests. Wait, how is messes up? West Side Atlanta. No, I'm Atlanta, sorry. Atlanta West Side. Thank mm-hmm, you. I always mm-hmm. have to think it through. Is uh, hosting us this year. Uh, we're excited about partnering with them. Um, with uh, Reverend Walter Hanniger will be there um, as the pastor of that church. And so, yeah, we're we're excited. Uh, I think it's going to be a good time. Um, y'all can. I have hotels. If you go and register, you can either go to the LDR website, which is on the AAM page, which is aampca.org. Mm-hmm. Click on the LDR link um, at the top, and that will get show you where the registration is. Um, and there are some hotels. There's a hotel on there now. That hotel is actually closed. Um, they have a, a, a cutoff period, and we they've accepted all the rooms they're going to take and that cutoff has happened, but I have two more hotels that will be uploaded very soon um, that you can secure your hotel room with. And um, if you want to stay a day or two longer, feel free to tack that on Mm -hmm. uh, from your pocket. Okay. (laughs) Um, And explore Atlanta a little bit and hang out, maybe come kick it at the house Mm -hmm. at Kelly and Howard's house. All right. Look, I might stick around a little bit. (laughs) Uh, we'd love that. Um, so yeah, so, so that's where you get your hotel information and, um, the address for Atlanta West side and, um, and those sort of details, we will feed you, um, on Saturday, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, um, of course, dinner will be the party and we, we, we have a good time. So those are the details go register as soon as you can. Registration will actually close in a couple of weeks. Um, you've got time though, if you go ahead and register now and make sure you got a slot. Okay. That's some good stuff. So what kind of financial commitment mm. or financial expectations should people be prepared to take on? Yeah, we, we also, again, when I talked about it, not getting too big, we didn't, we want to make sure that it's affordable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a pretty, it's a fair price. I think for what you get. Um, I think the the regular rate is ninety nine dollars, um, so that takes care of you on on um, uh, for the whole weekend for mainly for Saturday but Friday night too. Um, we usually do some snacks and there's a, a um a goodie bag and a program and all that stuff. So mm-hmm, it isn't mm-hmm. too expensive. We hope that that folks will 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 not be discouraged by that. And if you just cannot afford that, if you having a hardship right now, um, email me and I'll see what I can work out. Um, you can email me Kelly K E L L I E at aampca.org and just let me know if you need a little bit of help. If you're an RTS student or a um, seminary student, whatever seminary, let me know. Um, and actually, you don't have to let me know. There is a student rate also. Okay. $49. Um, trying to help our students out to make sure that they can come. RUF, um, Campus Outreach, Crew, university all all you chaps we'd love to have y'all there um so you can kind of see what the larger denomination is like also so 
That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, there you I told have you it, wasn't going to be 20 know, minutes. I know. I, I, I told y'all you. Even know, y'all don't even want to know what my, my timer says right now. Oh, and I actually just had another thought, Kelly, you're talking about yes, uh, affordability. I had a conversation with someone who's mm-hmm. a, I think he's a onesie. I think he's maybe the only black person in his church. But he said he reached out to leadership in his church and told them about the LDR. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And if there was any type of how they, he thought this would be a great experience yeah. for him, how yeah. you know he could bring it back to the, the church, be rejuvenated, whatever it is, and they are going to sponsor him. To that's go. wonderful. So if that's something that if you're listening and yeah. you think that your leadership might be sensitive to sending you to this, mm-hmm. then you know see what Please, what could yeah, happen. Absolutely. That that's, avenue. That's great, Janelle. I I, I do think. I think a lot of churches are sort of beginning to understand and um, that type of support from your, from your session or your church is beautiful. We'd love to see Presbyterians do the same thing, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's excellent point. I'm Mm -hmm. glad, glad that that person mentioned it and encouraged folks to, to talk to their leadership and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, Kelly, you know, like I said, never been to LDR. Is there a question that you think I should ask you before we get on out mm. of here? It's being, uh, being, seeing that you have been to LDR and I haven't. So, what, yeah, what would the, people want to know? Another couple things. If you're used to LDR in the past, we got free housing for people. I know some folks are like, how come we're not doing free housing anymore? Well, the answer is COVID. Okay. Um, COVID and now monkeypox. I just, I, I would not feel comfortable staying in the home of a stranger. Although it was a very gracious thing, folks would sign up to host people. Um, and now there's just too much going on, y'all. So, um, we're not doing the free housing, and we had uh free childcare in the past before. So the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to keep our kids safe, um, and keep. Uh, from having to do a lot of tracking and tracing, if something does break out, you know, um, you're able to control the environment that your child is in. Children are welcome to LDR. Um, bring your babies if you That's want good. to. There's always a lot of strollers and stuff around. Bring you some snacks for when the baby gets restless during the preaching because <laughs> okay. we don't have no, we ain't got no urshers to come and, and get the ba- baby and, and walk the baby out. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Um, but Ursha's on the Ursha board. Um, but but they're they're welcome to come. Children, school age children. Um, somebody asked me if their 14 year old would would if it was appropriate for their 14 year old to come. I say absolutely. Yeah, mm, teenagers, um, school aged kids. Uh, I I hope will really really enjoy it and and um participate in it. We did have a youth track last year that your husband ran. Mm-hmm. Last, not last year, last LDR. Last LDR, right. Uh-huh. And so we're trying to get back to that. But this year, we really did sort of decide to do this a little later than usual. Um, And so we weren't able to pull it together, a youth track. But talk to us. If if y'all feel like a youth track is is something you'd like to have your teenage people do, um, then we can certainly get back to that. Um, And dress casually. I mean, mm-hmm. it's Black church, but you ain't got to dress Black church. Mm-hmm. Um, 
please don't come in no hat. God bless you. No hat. Won't be um, me. But you don't need to wear no hat or no heels if you don't want to. Um, and uh, Saturday will be outside some for the evening. So just, you know, dress accordingly for early September in Atlanta. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That's some good stuff, Kelly. And if people happen to have questions, mm-hmm. even after listening to this, I'm sh- are they free to reach out up. to you? Kelly Hit at aampca.org. That's right. Hit me up. <laughs> All right. Have mercy. Please, please y'all please listen. Well, don't <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> listen and then listen again. And if you still listen got again. questions, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I used to tell then my students when I taught, I used to tell them, finish listening. You're not done, You're not done yet. yet. <laughs> I love that. You're not done yet. Well, LDR in a nutshell. Well, maybe not a nutshell because it's been an hour. See? <laughs> LDR in a, what's something that's bigger? Uh, in a, in a coconut <laughs> shell. Coconut shell and a watermelon. <laughs> there you have it, listeners. Uh, visit the AAM website to learn not only more about LDR, but um, AAM, which is the host of LDR. Mm-hmm. You can get on the AAM website, aampca.org. Click that top tab that says LDR and register today. You guys get on there and register today. We want you there. Yes, we it do. It isn't too late to get your ducks in a row and make it happen. Join us in Atlanta. You can also follow LDR on our social media pages, yes. an LDR Instagram page, and there's an LDR Facebook page. It's LDR mm. Weekend on both. AAM is aampca.org, as well as on our, our social media is AAMPCA. So, y'all, we hope to see y'all in Atlanta September yep. 2nd through the 4th. Mm-hmm.